This edition of How To Be A CEO is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June 2024. Good luck. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. ES Audio. I need you. Heinz' latest marketing campaign is about irrational love. A commercial inspired by real tales of super fandom for the brand shows people dipping their ice cream in tomato ketchup, sneaking sachets of the stuff into fancy restaurants, and even getting tattoos. I wonder where that story came from. Ed Sheeran has a, a tattoo of a Heinz ketchup in his arm. You can Google it, you see. I mean, and it was not paid or asked by us at all. I mean, he did it on his own and it's a big tattoo. It's not like a tiny one. Rafa Oliveira is the international markets president of Kraft Heinz, which earlier this year teamed up with Ed Sheeran to launch a range of hot sauces called Tingly Ted's. Over 150 years, the brand has developed a customer loyalty that's the envy of rivals and the inspiration of many as a marketing team. But surviving that long comes with challenges. Right now, perhaps the biggest one is the global cost of living crisis. How do you keep a family favourite affordable and a cheaper alternative? off the table. I mean, it, it's something that you, you struggle, again, with creativity. How do you develop new packs, new, pri- a new price points, but at the same time allow us to continue investing in the, in the business, in our brands and, and in our people. So it is a challenge, I mean, but, um, but again, that's what we are here for. I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard. There's lots to talk about with Rafa, from how his upbringing in Brazil taught him how to negotiate with people to what's the best way to get ketchup out of a glass bottle. But this show's called How to Be a CEO. And while we're always asking about those big, difficult issues, and we'll do that again here, I don't think we ask the simple stuff enough, like... What is the international markets president of an organization as big as Kraft Heinz actually do on a typical day? Well, the day has been good. I mean, we always, the days that I have the chance, I'm not traveling, so I have the chance to come to the office. It's it's always good because then I see my team, I see the colleagues and I see everybody. I'm always in calls with different people around the globe. So I started with with a call with uh, our president for Asia, in the morning, and then I had a call with my leadership team, which includes people from from Asia, from Australia, from Latin America, Middle East, so across, spread out across the globe, um, and and then had a couple of business reviews. But more important, like walking around the office is what what really gives me energy. So I love I love being here. 
How many offices do you have to walk around, though, Rafa? I mean, you're based in London, I think. But where, you know, presumably you head out and, and, and visit all of these places that, 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 you're, that are under you. We are present in over 50 countries. Depends on how you look, because there are some offices where we are sitting on a distributor office, so it's not really our office, but it's our people there. You have factories that have offices inside the factory or not. But, I mean, we look around between 25 and 30 offices, plus we have 43 factories that not included in North America. So outside North America, we have 43 factories and, and between 25 and 30 offices. So what's interesting me about this and, and the, the kind of international role that you have is that tastes in different countries, in different areas, must be completely different. How does how do you how does one person keep on top of all of those different cultures and all of those different markets that Kraft Heinz enters into and understands them all? But that's the beauty of it. I don't need to keep track of every single one myself, right? I just have a team that does it. You know, <laughs> the the beauty of it is to be able to to organize a team that uh, that keeps the track of all this, and then I manage to support them. So the reality is my. My, I, I love food. I love to understand the different, as you expect, uh, as you mentioned, the different types of food, the different, like the dynamics, the trends that are happening. But the realities will be human and impossible to, to keep track of everything. So the, the key of, of the job is actually to have a team that you trust and that you build like the best team that work together. And, and, and this team builds a team further. And so this, this power exponentially grows. And then these people in the local markets will understand the, the, the real trends, what's going on, and be on top of everything. So um, luckily, I don't have to be the single one being a computer <laughs> mind knowing everything. You know? <laughs> but how do you deal with the communication issues around that when you're dealing with this massive company with all of these different offices and all of these different people? I, mean, I've wor- I work in the communication industry with smaller offices, and it falls apart all the time. How do you stay on top of that? How on earth? Can you possibly communicate with all of these different places? David, to be honest with you, that's, I, I think that's the key of, of my job and that's what I love the most is the ability to communicate with different people of different cultures that are coming from, from different points of view and, and, and different backgrounds, living different experiences in, in different countries, right? So I, I have to go back to the team. The reality is... Everything works around building a very strong team. And this team will reverberate the messages across. So one of my key principles in, in leadership is actually uh, uh, leaving, uh, setting, uh, leaving by example or leading by example, setting the example. And the expectation is that my team will observe those things and, and observe the, those behaviors, hopefully the good behaviors, and, and, and then cascade this, cascade this down. So... Imagine like I have about 10 people reporting directly to me, right? Effective is 12, but let's do it 10. The math is easier. Each one of them have another 10. So the moment a a message goes right, like it it gets to 10 people, this 10 becomes 100 and this 100 will become 1,000. So very quickly you can say, and then I'm only talking about the direct team here. Uh, Obviously they have friends, they have families, they uh, have relationships that will naturally reverberate the message. And I think that's the beauty of what I do. I mean, the ability to, 
to influence in a way and impact the lives of many people. You see, but it doesn't need to be only me. It's actually the 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 beauty of communication, as you said. Yeah, and and the the lives that you impact goes on into the millions because of the customers. How do you communicate yeah. with them? Look, the reality is we, we've been on a, on a journey uh, uh, of driving creativity in a world that is so clouded with so many messages we get all the all day, right? From from our phones and and mostly through our phones, but TVs and and shows and and and, and billboards everywhere. I mean, the amount of messages you get is insane. So to be able to cl- uh, cut this through. I mean, you have to be very creative. And, and that's what the culture we're trying to build here in the organization, to be able to, like, to enhance this creativity and in a way risk-taking because as, as you try to be more creative, you're taking more risks. We learn more from, from those risks. We, take, we fail more often, but we learn from those failures. So that's kind of the, the culture that we're trying to implement, you know, is a, a, a constant learning culture. You didn't start off in this big posh office in this grand building of yours overseeing all of these people did you 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 grew up in uh, Rio de Janeiro I think is right indeed it's true like I grew up in Rio which was to to be honest with you David I think that that's how it shaped my my personality and even frankly I think part of what I've I use a lot in my day-to-day is from my 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 growing up because Rio is is a very diverse city and and diverse in all aspects. Okay, uh, uh, but I'll I'll highlight one which is social economic level. So I had to like literally play football or or go surf at the beach. The beach is super democratic, right? You have the people from the slums and the richest people uh, on on the country, like industrialists and bankers, like uh, uh, big uh, super rich people and 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 very uh, underprivileged people. And, and I grew up with all of them. And I had to co- communicate and, and play with all of them. And, and, and this allows you to, to create an adaptability on your life, on how to, to adapt to different types of people, to communicate, to talk to them, to interact with them, to understand them. Uh, I think it helped me a lot uh, on, on the job that I do today. So I lived in, in Brazil for, first in Rio, moved to Sao Paulo a few years but uh, but I lived there for over 20 years. But then I've lived. In, then I moved to many different countries. So I lived a total seven cities, six countries, five continents uh, across uh, like 21 years after I left Brazil. And I mean th- this ability again to navigate different countries. Many of them I start to do business in countries that I had never been before. But uh, but just to interact and and understand where people are coming from. The uh, where the cultural perspective is, I think it really helped me a lot and be able to, to, to navigate different markets and different people. What do you see when you look at your office window now? And how does that compare to what you saw out your window when you were growing up in Rio? Yeah, now I see London Bridge. There I used to see, I used to see the, the, well, the lagoon that my, my parents lived in, in Rio, in front of Rio. But yeah, I, I think what people don't appreciate Literally, I, that's why I picked in, on purpose social economic difference because I don't think people appreciate the big differences that there are, right? And now I'm fortunate to live in London, which is, I mean, with all the, the challenges that we believe we have here in, in the UK, I mean, uh, they are very different challenges and the challenges that we encounter in Rio, I mean, 
you, you would find poverty, you know, and really have to deal with poverty. A lot. You still have this problem as well here in the UK with uh, lots of children that go to, to school every day without food or without breakfast. But, uh, but the, the amount of people that you interact with this, of families that interact with this in Brazil is larger. So, so again, having to understand and adapt to this, it really it gives you perspective in life. You know, it gives you a, a, a sense of, of even how fortunate we are, you know, to, to have come that far, but also what we can do to impact other people and to help other people. And no better place to do than through food. Right? I mean, that's why I'm so lucky to be in food because everything starts with food. It's very hard to... I really believe in, in the power of education, in the, uh, like, uh, the importance of sports, entertainment, but, but all this all, always work, only work with, after you have your stomach filled, right? After food. So it starts with food and then everything else w will, come, will come. Did you ever go a day without food, Rafa? I had, I had a trip in, in Peru once when I was in high school, uh, in university, That I wouldn't say go a day, but yeah, it was pretty much 18 hours without food. It was, it was not the most pleasant experience. We're trying to climb Machu Picchu. Uh, this was 30 years ago. A friend, a friend of us that was carrying the food, he went ahead and kind of disappeared. So we, we didn't see him for the full day. We only found him the next morning. So, so we actually didn't have food and we thought... The worst thing is we're going to have to walk another two days without food if we didn't find him. But then we ended up finding him and, and we had some, some baked beans to, to eat. I hope those were Heinz baked beans. Absolutely. There's no other one. Is there another baked beans? <laughs> When you're talking about those socioeconomic problems right now, we do have the, the cost of living crisis here in the, in the UK. And, you know, a food company, like you said, food is so important. So it, it has a role to play. How does a company like yours... I guess, judge the, the need for the business to do well a lot, but also provide value for customers. There must be some difficult decisions being made with you. Yeah, the, this, this, this challenge is happening across the globe. I remember I, I look after many different countries uh, with, with our team, we are a company, we are present in many different countries. And, and frankly, this, this challenge is happening everywhere. I mean, cost of ingredients, disrupting in supply chain, Uh, label uncertainty is happening in different scale, but across the globe. And uh, I mean, we, we are always trying to balance to do the best thing for, for our consumers on the long term. Right? So, so what we can do to, to make our products accessible and then still allow um, consumers to enjoy. I mean, it, it's something that you, you struggle, again, with creativity, I mean, it's not creativity, it's not only on communication, but how do you develop new packs, new, pri uh, new price points that you allow consumers to enjoy the products in, in a, in a, and, but at the same time allow us to continue investing in the, in the business, in our brands and, and in our people. So it is a challenge, I mean, but, um, but again, that's what we are here for, you know, continue to delight our consumers. But does that come up? you know, during the, the, the high-level board meetings, you know, we're going to have to look at the cost of this. This bid is rising. We have these challenges within our markets. You know, d d are people saying, but we have to bear in mind we have customers who haven't got any money right now? Absolutely. I mean, everything we do is thinking, okay, how do we, do we delight and, and be available for our consumers? So, I mean, that's, 
a very topical discussion that we have all the time. You know, like, are we providing the best we can to the consumers? So in every place across the globe. Okay, let's go to the ads. Now, how to be a CEO is really growing, and we're all dead excited that most of the people listening are followers of this show. It's nice to know Heinz isn't the only one with a loyal fan base. So thank you. Now go tell your friends. I can probably stop saying hit your follow button now at every ad break, but there's a few stragglers out there. So hit your follow button. Back in a sec. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. One thing, I've been doing some research into what you guys have been doing across markets. And one thing, I might, I might be just in, inventing this. I might have just completely made this up and it might all just be total coincidence. But it seems to me that Heinz has been investing in a lot of spices recently. A lot of companies that you've been acquiring with have having spice in their ingredients. Did, 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 am I just imagining this? Or is Kraft Heinz kind of looking at making things a bit spicier these days? We are always looking to make things spicier. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's definitely true. But uh, what you're probably coming from is um, we made an acquisition called uh, a company called Just Spices in the end of 2021 in Germany, originally from Germany. And, and it is like we have, we have a, a focus, a big focus in what we call taste elevation. Taste elevation is effectively everything that the consumers use to elevate the taste of food, right? And uh, I mean, the most obvious thing that you think about is sauces. I mean, sauces are a taste elevation uh, product. Spices is the additional one. And then you, you could go from, from this to bouillons, to, to stocks and other, other things that elevate the taste of food. That's the core of our company in terms of core companies is where we have the knowledge, the R&D, the consumer trends, uh, um, understanding. We have the brands that, that operate the supply chain facilities. So that's what we really understand. We believe better than anywhere in, across the globe. So just spi- spices is just, um, it's just an adjacency within the sauces, a dry sauce in a way, if you think about it. So, yes, it's a market that we are looking to understand. We are super excited with what we are learning and we're taking from Just Spices and taking this brand and these products across the globe. So, yes, it's a, it's a market that uh, is a, a category, let's put it that way, that, is, that we are very excited about because taste elevation is really the core of our company. It wasn't just Just Spices on its own. You also have um, this deal with Ed Sheeran. 
as well, where he's developing his own hot sauces too. How, how does that happen? Does Ed just phone you up and go, I want a new sauce. And you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the, the, the story here, David, what happened. I mean, uh, as you might know, uh, uh, Ed Sheeran has a, a tattoo of a Heinz ketchup in his arm. You can Google it, you see. I mean, and it was not paid or asked by us at all. I mean, he did it on his own years ago. I don't know exactly when, but it was many years ago. And uh, but he, well, for his beloved love of, of ketchup, you know, Heinz ketchup, and it's a big tattoo. It's not like a tiny one. So 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 he had this for a while, and obviously we are very proud of of uh, such an artist and and such an iconic uh, artist having uh, tattooing our brand on, on his arm. So uh, three years ago. We did a, we did a, then we did, a, he already had this tattoo for a long time, but we did a campaign with him where actually using his creativity to do a, 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 with Heinz ketchup, you know, like showing his love of Heinz ketchup. And we kept in touch since then. On a conversation our team had with, with him about a year ago, uh, some time ago, um, he, he mentioned that he had this idea for a, a hot sauce, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, and, and, uh, and a brand that uh, uh, Ted, who is, which is uh, this bear, who is his nickname and of childhood nickname, and he had and he had even the name already uh, taught in mind, and he said uh, casually, like on a conversation with our team, that he he had this this dream of doing a hot sauce. Our team catch this this concept very quickly, came back to him with a proposal saying, "Why don't we make this this uh, hot sauce for you?" And he loved the idea. We started this partnership. So we are developing the product for him as, as sauces experts. But he is the real owner, the face of the, of, the, of the brand. It has been going really well. So we've been launched. We launched already in the UK, mm-hmm. in Germany. Uh, we are launching as he makes the concerts across the globe. And it will be available everywhere in the globe. I mean, he's super passionate about it. We feel extremely fortunate to work with, with him. On, on it, you know, and the, and to be honest, the the sauce is delicious. I mean, it's a it's a hot sauce. It became already a, a staple on my table at home. My kids love it, so it's not too hot that people like you only put a little bit, but you can use in every product. So yes, it's a partnership that we are very excited about. I didn't know that Ed Sheeran has a Heinz tomato ketchup tattoo on him. Do you get many super fans? For sources, what we found is the concept of irrational love. I mean, there is an irrational love for Heinz, and and there is like from the Beatles to bringing uh, cans of beans to to India when they were doing a tour because they couldn't live without. To Ed Sheeran tattooing uh, Heinz into his arms, and 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 as we go through it, we find there's more and more of those stories, you know, and then a lot of. This morning I was listening one of my my uh, colleagues tell him he got a text and when the guy found out he was worked for Heinz start going over and over how this guy this taxi driver he needed to buy Heinz he was originally from Iran and his father still lives in Iran he needed to buy Heinz um, bottles when he goes to Iran to take to his father Heinz ketchup bottles so I mean this kind of uh, irrational love that's what we tried to bring on. And then with the concept that it has to be Heinz. So it's something that I think it really drives, I mean, frankly, drive, drive us, drive me, uh, David, with the, 
the importance of uh, okay you know we work for such an iconic brand that people love so much and have this passion about it. so so we launched a global campaign with it which we are going to continue you know uh, throughout the, the we just literally just did it uh, yeah. last month but uh, end of last month but we are going to continue uh, now as we we connect with more stories of people that have irrational love for the brand and i think it talks a lot to me it talks a lot to the passion that people have to work in this company right and working with things that you really love and you start loving and enjoying i mean for me as i said this is the people right i mean i really enjoy working with the team and motivating the team bringing bringing the working together on challenges you know how do we we grow together but everyone here having the opportunity to learn what they love you know and that goes around the hinds what is the perfect source rafa for you what what is it <laughs> for me personally ketchup i mean i don't think hinds ketchup is iconic and and frankly as much as other people try and they try across the globe to copy nobody managed to to copy the exact perfection of the Heinz ketchup the spices then the naturality the spices that we have on it uh, nobody has managed to do it so i do think is a perfect sauce is Heinz ketchup there are a lot of other sauces that are fantastic that i love it but i think Heinz ketchup is unmatchable now when i was a kid growing up Heinz ketchup i think it still does came in those glass bottles where you couldn't you had to bang on it and you couldn't get them out. Do you have any tips for how to get get stuff out of a bottle then, Rafa? Yeah, yeah. When you when you turn around the bat bottle, bang on the 57. There's a little 57 number there. That's the perfect place to get the, the stuff out of the bottle. <laughs> What's the, the future then? So you're looking at all of these different things. Cultures and tastes all change. What sort of areas are you are you looking at? I mean, is it is it differences in, in food itself or, or in technology even of how to get things out there and, and how can how consumers are actually consuming things? David, I'll tell you, like it is consumer trends. People are, are uh, food trends. People are experimenting a lot more, you know, with, with, in a way, globalization. I mean, more and more people want to try new foods and, and foods from different places, you know. So the experiment, experimentation is happening a lot more often. And we, we want to be on the forefront of that. But frankly, technology as well. I mean, as, as you happen, like we are digitalizing a lot of our company. We use a term here called agile at scale. So we, we're trying to be extremely agile in every market we operate, respecting the local aspect of food, because food is very local, but then using the scale of Kraft Heinz globally to reverberate and make things bigger and, and impact more lives. But frankly, the most important part, I, I mentioned to you, um, the food aspect, the digitalization, but for me is people, is leadership, you know, like how you really engage people with purpose and, and really doing the right thing uh, motivating all the teams together to to impact more lives you know that frankly you ask me on my personal impact what i spend most of the time it's that is really how do we touch more lives more people more consumers more uh, our colleagues and and make all of us collaborating together to cause a bigger impact in the world you know that's that's the purpose that we have and i guess when you went into the the food industry, did you expect it to be quite so constantly changing? I mean, a brand like Heinz has so much tradition behind it, but it has to constantly adapt anyway, doesn't it? How do you how do you retain that tradition and 
get modernity as well. It's it's an interesting uh, uh, comment you're making because indeed, like we are over a hundred fifty year old company, you know, brand, especially Heinz, right? Kraft as well, but uh, especially Heinz is a very traditional brand, but has been always innovating. You know, Heinz was the first brand to put uh, on uh, on the glass bottles, you know, like uh, transparent bottles. Uh, this over a hundred years ago, where you would be able to see the product through, you know. So so I mean, is is a company that since our original founder, Mr. Heinz, uh, Mr. Henry Heinz, a uh, hundred fifty years ago, it was always on the core of the company how to do sustainable products using a lot of like using naturality, natural tomatoes, or in this case, or 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 pickles as he started. Or the same thing happened with beans. So it has always been on the motto of the company to constantly innovate. Our job here is actually, as I said, using a lot of creativity to keep this modern, to keep this uh, within culture, to evolve with culture. And and I mean, I'm happy to say we 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 we've been suc- successfully doing. I mean, the the not that we we work for that, but there was a Cannes, the Cannes Festival of of advertising that happened last month. I mean, we captured 21 lions, which is like, it's an amazing uh, result f- for, a, for a company like us. So, so our team is really embracing the creativity. Why is this important? Because the recognition that uh, consumers are, obs- are looking at us. We are, we are speaking, uh, uh, we are moving, as we call the speed of culture. We are, move, we are speaking the language of the, of the new consumers. And you have to keep modernizing. I mean, uh, nowadays is is uh, Instagram or, or TikTok and, and what the language you use on TikTok, and and we are experimenting a lot with that, you know. And and really, that's the way you you get something very traditional, very good, the same product in the case of ketchup that you had for for over a hundred years, and keep uh, being so so modern, so actual. Um, that's kind of. With creativity, with with risk taking, with with uh, um, being connected to the consumers. That was Rafa Oliveira from Kraft Heinz. How to be a CEO? We'll be back in two weeks because holidays. But you can get all the latest interviews, news, and analysis from our top team of the Evening Standard every day. Pick up the newspaper or go to standard.co.uk/business. See you in a couple of weeks. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK.